Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on Truth Social, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Getter, Tumblr, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, America's Grace, God's Grace. America, Grace, God's Grace are words to remind us that despite man's ability to think, build, and live on his own, in two short words, man cannot. Do not miss this post, when the grinders shall cease. It is a time when old men realize the foolishness of the past and wisdom which they would of God had known back then. Do not miss this post. Times, Seasons, God, and Secrets. Times, Seasons, God, Secrets break into the world of technology and humanism. It brings an ancient secret of who's really in power. Latest posts on warn-usa.com. Do not miss this post. Gospel Advocacy Evangelism Cost of Following Jesus. Classic Warn Radio. Gospel Advocacy moves forward as evangelism globally brings the message of redemption. It is a small world, yet a very big and different one than in the days of the very early church. Do not miss this post, Spiritual Battle of Mind and Soul, Classic Warren Radio Series. For the believer, the battle for the spirit-filled life, we have been given power through Jesus Christ. Here we can focus on the Lord, finding peace of heart and mind. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising by the Watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. There's danger and intrigue, dark forces plotting. The nation is at risk. Can smack save the United States? And you can get your copy by going to danaglinsmith.com and visit the Christian bookstore and resource shop where we feature The Rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media 
And also, while you're on DanaGlynSmith.com, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter. And now, I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. Here we are again. Another Wednesday, and we are about done with October. Yes, I believe this is the last Wednesday. Wow. Time goes fast. Well, you know, summer went fast. And then, of course, we have fall. But see, next week, you know, we're looking at November. On Tuesday, November 1st. That's incredible. And then we're also going to have the election close by there. On the 8th. Yep, and so there's a lot of talk about that. Meanwhile, we are covering a number of things, and up front is materializing of evil. And uh, I'm going to bring that to you. Materializing of evil. Orion Shadow, that's the name of this. You can find prophecies, stars, signs, aliens, and purebred evil. And of course, this is an article that is you can find on DanaGlennSmith.com. And I'm not sure if that's on Warren-USA.com or not. But against this comes purity, redemption, and truth, which presents a battle as old as life itself. It is said that history is something we need to understand and learn from. We can trace the origins of this story back to a long time ago when I was broadcasting shortwave into Africa. No smartphones, no digital, no advanced computers as we have today. But in this backdrop comes a hidden truth of a battle for the hearts of people. The background for the materializing of evil, matter of fact, the effects are going on today. Materializing of evil was a phrase and a term that was related to me in the middle of working our shortwave into Africa. And the Lord had given me the term, and along the same line, I wrote an article about it. And I also covered it on this shortwave. But some of the people, one in particular, read that article on my website. And something clicked with it because he was on the other end of the spectrum in Africa and he had something to tell me. 
But you see, Barack Obama at the time was not even known. We didn't even think about anybody like Barack Obama. And Donald Trump was a distant figure, a businessman, young. And there's a lot of things that were different back then. But you see, this has to do with the President of the United States and a country called Kenya and a president by the name of Barack Hussein Obama. Because the article I wrote was Orion's shadow birthing the son of perdition. And the listener, literally over the next few months, every week, he sent me page after page of his script, revealing to me that there would be a black president from Kenya. And this was long before anybody was even talking about him. So if you want to read this article, go on over to Materializing of Evil, Orion's Shadow, on DanaGlennSmith.com. And it's a long article, and it has a lot of interesting things in it. And make no mistake, this guy went to in-depth and over the years now that we see where we're at today he witnessed firsthand the rising of this guy and I'll let you take inference you know from your own thoughts about exactly what this means. So Materializing of Evil, Ryan's Shadow, go by our website at danaglinsmith.com. You can find it on there and read it. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. You know, Tower, when that happened, that was almost unreal. Oh, I know. And when we started getting all the mail, that was unreal. Tons of mail. Tons of mail. And when we had someone that specifically sent us manila envelopes trying to prove to us that there's going to be a black guy out of Kenya that's going to be president. That was just beyond what we could comprehend, I think, at the time. We couldn't even imagine that happening. Well, you know, we were all looking at the end of days. We, we knew about the son of perdition. We knew about all the prophecy and connected prophecies. But we did not expect this to come at us the way it did. A lot of articles, a lot of stuff, very hard to read because he was uh, trying to write it in English and his English wasn't very good. Nevertheless, materializing of evil, the phrase, 
was given to me a long time ago. So check it out. Now we're going to be talking about a Christian death. It just amazes me, Tower, how many deaths we relate. How many Christians are getting killed? Tons around the world. It's just way too many. One is too many. This comes out of MorningStarNews.org. Christians in eastern India suspect a church member's Hindu family killed him last month for refusing to renounce his faith. And that is not uncommon. No, it's very tragic, but not uncommon. For the Hindu family to kill a member. You see, he became a Christian. And church members saw this Christian man. He's 40, he was 46. His wife and adult son disrupt, disrupted the start of the church service and they threatened him. And his wife was carrying a bottle of gasoline and his son was carrying a wooden baton. And the wife and son threatened to burn him alive. Now, of course, he came to the faith, but the wife and son didn't. And we see this a lot where you have these broke up families. And uh, you know, when you look at this, it's just hard to believe. It is hard to believe. They don't know what caused his death. They know that he was threatened. And see, the problem of it is he wound up dead and cremated before they could do anything. It was said of him that he was a sincere Christian. Madhab, if I said it right. He helped in whatever way possible to contribute and serve the church according to a pastor that knew him. Just hard to believe. It is. It is so tragic. In a lot of cases, the families will come to Christ, but in this case, they didn't, and, they, and he was murdered. And of course, this is India. This is one of the worst places. We see this a lot. 
Are you uh, ready for this one? Yes. This is um, comes to us from allisrael.com. American pastor delivers sobering message of coming dark wave of persecution. At the ICEJ feast, Andrew Brunson delivers challenging but vital messages gleaned from his own experience during two years in a Turkish prison. Andrew's Andrew Bun, Bun, I'm sorry, Andrew Brunson's message is straightforward, but it is far from simple. The church needs to brace for a dark wave of persecution that is coming. Imprisoned for two years on false charges of terrorism in Turkey, the seasoned missionary says he quickly broke, lost any sense of God's presence, and became suicidal during his incarceration. You know, Dana, that really shocked me that 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 happened to him, that he broke and became suicidal. Well, you know, I, I think he, you know, represents the fact that there is a Western church mm -hmm. and there are missionaries and the fact of persecution and outward hatred of Christ is uh, really difficult, mm -hmm. you know. And the thing I, I thank God for, because we covered Andrew Brunson for the whole time he was in there and we talked about him and we were covering him when he got released and was sitting, you know, one day he was facing life in prison, in a Turkish prison, and then the next day he was sitting next to um, President Trump. President Trump. Yeah. Well, the, the thing also is that um, you think he's this uh, super spiritual person because he's a missionary in Turkey, you know, and pastoring for 20, over 20 years in Turkey, and and then he gets arrested and he broke and it was just kind of shocking to me but I appreciate his honesty because that's what we need to hear we need to know the honest truth in order for us to be strengthened in these situations and, and he continued saying I began even questioning God's existence and, the, and Brunson said that's hardly inspiring but sobering for those who have ears to hear Brunson and his wife Noreen, who had been missionaries to Turkey in Turkey for 23 years prior to his arrest, were in Israel this month for the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem Feast of Tabernacles celebration where Brunson taught what he believes Christians must know in order to face trials and tests that are sure to come. In an interview with All Israel News, Brunson said this is not the message he prefers to carry but it is the one God gave him. He foresees a culture of social a, cult a cultural and social persecution coming to the United States in which the exclusivity of Jesus as the only way to salvation will become a controversial stance. Most of the institutions of society are supporting things that a faithful follower of Jesus cannot embrace. And that's how they will justify persecuting us, Brunson said. 
Believers who stand for this truth will be marginalized in schools, jobs, banks, and more. Testing believers' resolve, the pressure to conform will manifest socially and eventually financially. What has emerged as the main flashpoint in gender identity in LGBT and wherever that is intersecting with religious freedom, LGBT, is winning, he said. Now there is a requirement that people not only tolerate, but that we embrace and celebrate this ideology. And if you don't, you are seen as someone who is hateful. The younger generation of believers and even many churches are shying away from these issues, not only because it will bring pressure from outside, but because it will divide the church. There is already a measure of deception in the church. The church is pulling back on its teach on teaching truth. The next generation is going to be confused, Brunson warned. In the States, we have an issue where it is a majority Christian culture with Ju- Judeo-Christian values. But our, car- our culture is post and anti-Christian. Do we fight this and try to continue to have influence? This is where the real tension is right now. No, I think that's a good statement. Yes, it is. I, I, I think that's exactly where we're at. That uh, we are a majority Christian culture with Judeo-Christian values. But the Judeo-Christian values are not truly Christian in this country because they have pulled back on teaching the truth. And we are divided. That's true. And he says our culture is post and anti-Christian. And I think that's exactly where we're at, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Go ahead. One of the difficulties will be persecution coached in in false accusations of hatred and bigotry rather than directly connected to one's faith. In Brunson's case, he was slapped with political, with false political charges. When I was in Turkey, if they had said, Andrew Brunson is a church planter, I would have worn it with pride. Instead, they said, he's evil and he's a terrorist. So I was made into a hate figure, Brunson said. People who are going to remain faithful are going to be seen as a people of hate. The same thing happened to Jesus. They said he was demonic and eventually they killed him. There is a difference between real love and unproven love, Brunson said. God required Brunson to prove his love by staying faithful even when he felt abandoned by him. He taught at another seminar during the feast. As we head into the time of great turbulence and face difficulties and tests, he will shepherd your heart. Lean into him because he is committed to taking you through. Amen. That's the truth. It is the truth. And I think that, uh, you know, and when Brunson came back, he talked a lot about this stuff. You know, because you can tell that in those two years, he had had a heart change. There there was a great challenge. and uh, And it took him to... You know, he was emptied. He didn't have any more when when this happened to him. 
and he literally, uh, God rebuilt him from the ground up at that point. And so the message is needed. Very much so. And I've, I've thought about this before a lot of times, actually. How would I handle being in prison? You know, for my, for my faith, how would I handle it when they are throwing all these lies at you, at you that there is no God, that God has rejected you, and he doesn't care about you if he did? You, why are you here? And, you know, there would be a lot of questions running through your mind. Well, there would. If God really loved you, you wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah. He's a dead God. And well, we're going to move on. This next one is from CBN.com. And uh, this is about Alan Dershowitz. And uh, it's really funny that Alan Dershowitz is a liberal. And, uh, but yet he many times have defended Donald Trump. And he says it like this. He says, you know, <coughs> I don't want them to impeach him or doing something else that isn't right. That's against the law. Because uh, he wanted to vote against Donald Trump. And uh, and he makes a point. He says the Constitution provides only four grounds for impeachment. Treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. They didn't charge him with any of that. They didn't charge him with any kind of criminal type or like behavior. They charged him with abuse of power and obstruction of con Congress that are unconstitutional. So, of course, he says, I would defend him. And Dershowitz talks about his book, his 50th book, The Price of Principle, Why Integrity is Worth the Consequences, because he's had a lot of his friends and others come against him because... He would defend Trump. Dershowitz says that in America today there's partisan advocacy which masquerades as principled argument. He condemns hypocrisy and a far-left agenda elevate identity over principle. And I think that's true. You know, you, you don't get to the truth here. You get to the wokeness of the issue. And he says he was seated next to Caroline Kennedy, the daughter of the former president, at a dinner party. And she said, if I knew you'd been invited, I wouldn't have come. This is the ambassador to Australia who is supposed to be able to be in the same room with leaders of foreign countries who won't be in the same room with a man who showed a profile and courage to par paraphrase her father's book. My wife worked out in the gym and somebody walked in and said, oh, that's Alan Dershowitz's wife. We can't be in the same room with that person. Larry David 
<coughs> excuse me, came over to me while I was trying to have lunch and he starts screaming and yelling, you're disgusting, you're disgusting, because I patted Mike Pompano on the back, Dershowitz explained. He is my former student, and I was congratulating him for the Abraham Accords. And, and you can see the hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. You can see the nonsense. And this is why we're so divided. This is why it's so stupid. And I respect Dershowitz. And I respect him for saying that he would defend Trump. And I think that's something we need to understand. That's right. Now we're going to move on here. This comes from bitterwinner.org. Now I found this interesting. Because when I see Putin, I don't see him accusing America and the West of Satanism. I mean, this is a a powerful figure. He thinks of himself as a man's man. He's He leads a foremost country that is dangerous and has lots of nukes. And I just don't see him needing to bring up Satanism. You mean to tell me there's no Satanism in Russia? But at any rate, this particular article was written by a writer, Massimo. I'm not going to say his last name, but he's with Bitter Winter. And of course, Bitter Winter is uh, <coughs> uh, an information center, a website, and they deal with a lot of stuff coming out of that area of the world, including China. It's a Chinese source. And of course we all remember when Putin proclaimed the annexation of part of Ukraine into the Russian Federation. And uh, in his speech, He presented the aggression war in Ukraine as a fight against Satanism. Uh, which, of course, Satanism is, is supposed to inspire the Ukraine and Western governments like uh, Russia is perfect and doesn't have any trouble. And in his September 30th speech, Putin said that countries opposing Russia have renounced traditional faiths and values and are dominated by religion on the contrary, outright Satanism. Now, we need to get some context in here. Because what he's talking about, the traditional faith in Russia, is the Russian Orthodox Church. They've been there for a long time. Matter of fact, they've been responsible for persecuting Christians of other faiths and accusing them to be part of Satanism. And this is the same kind of thing that came out of Great Britain uh, when the Puritans were over there and they came to America to get away from all that persecution. 
because over there, and, and, and it was a bloody period over in Great Britain. <clears throat> so if you get to the nuts and bolts of this, you're going to find out that, uh, you know, first of all, Putin has come out and regulated faith in Russia. And Christians can't just come out and say or do whatever they want to there. It has to be in allegiance with the Russian Orthodox Church. And the problem you get into in past persecutions of Christians out of Russia is that they would persecute them. And so this is, this is really where this stems from because Putin is, after all, has a history as a Stasi, kind of like a Nazi, the KGB. Now, there's some things that, that Putin does say that make sense. Because he came out and said that they cheated in the election against Donald Trump. So within this article, you find Anton LaVey's Church of Satan mentioned, the CIA, the Ukrainian uh, intelligence. And so what they tried to do is link up everything that's happening over in Ukraine with... Uh, some of these figures that have come out of there. Now, in Bitter Renner, um, they mention Archpriest Alexander Novopashin, who is the Vice President of the Russian National Anti-Cult Umbrella. And so he's the one that has come out with a lot of stuff. about Ukraine. But when I first seen the soldiers, the people that were fighting over there, it wasn't an obvious Nazi symbol unless you look close. But it's definitely a Nazi symbol. I knew from the get-go they were Nazis. Because I saw, you know, they identified with them. That doesn't mean they're like Hitler, but But I don't also agree with giving them all this money either. No, I don't agree with that either. And I think we got duped into this baloney by the Democrats who decided to stand against him, uh, you know, Putin. I mean, there's a lot of people trying to make sense out of this. You know, if we go to nuclear weapons here, is it worth blowing up the world, or at least the United States, to support a guy that is a Nazi? <laughs> and that's all. That's not all. This guy dances in some very risque stuff before he became president. 
this guy is is not <clears throat> twinkle toes and he's definitely not you know a Christ follower <coughs> so at any rate so the West embraces Satanism. Well, I could have told people that, but a lot of them do. A lot of your kids do. That's the way it is in America. At any rate, you ready? Yes. This story comes to us from CBN.com. China's war on Uyghurs, Muslims, and Christians. And so the Chinese have taken, have mugshots. Well, these mugshots were taken from Chinese police files, show some of the millions of Uyghurs who have been held in at least 1,200 Chinese concentration camps. Their crimes? Well, they may have relatives in under, other countries, or they made the mistake of applying for a passport. They may have had more than three children. They may be seen as too religious or been declared untrustworthy. This has been happening for years in the western Chinese province of Xinjiang. Is that how you pronounce that, Dana? Xinjiang? And the world has done almost nothing to stop it. So, uh, Tursane, a Uyghur, was imprisoned by the Chinese for visiting her family in nearby Kazakhstan. And she told CNN, CBN, Our cells were four square meters, and there were more than 20 people, and there was only one bucket to be used as a toilet. At night, they would come and take some people out, especially some young girls, for interrogation. As we would hear their screaming, some of the girls would bleed very badly. One woman had bite marks all over her body. And sometimes they would die because of the bleeding. Tursene was gang raped by prison guards and tortured with electric shocks to her genitals. Other prisoners faced forced sterilization, slave labor, and brainwashing. Prisoners are regularly killed so their organs can be harvested. You know, when we talk about Satanism, and we look at what they do over there, that comes from the very pits of hell. It does. And, and the thing that is so irritating is they just don't harvest organs there. They harvest organs out of live people. Yes. And they take their organs. That's horrifying. It is. I just, you know, China, this is China who wants to take over Taiwan. This is China that Biden and Hunter and these others buddy up to. This is China where we've been buying all of our stuff from. People even joke that China's the mother country. I don't well, think that's funny. She's not my mother country. No, it's not funny. China can go to hell in a handbasket and the Chinese people can be redeemed. But this Communist Party is going to pay in the judgment for what they've done. God knows every shock treatment, every rape, 
everything they've done by every guard, and every one of them will pay the price. I guarantee it. Yes, they will. This is absolutely unconscionable. Yeah, there's no words. No. And uh, she was also said everyone, literally every single prisoner was subject to an organ examination. And after the examination, some people were put on a bus and taken somewhere else. Well, you know they, where they were taken. And um, these people are that live outside the camps are under an Orwellian world of constant constant surveillance. Every home has a QR code at the entrance, so please know who's inside. And an app on required for phone records everything people do. And the police use the apps that tell everything about use these apps, and they tell everything about the person they are questioning. From their blood type to how much electricity they use. And their officers are often asked the person's reaction of being questioned. Was it normal or abnormal? Or if the person requires another examination. And you know, China is using every tool at its disposal in its war on faith. All faiths. Anything that might compete with the communist state. Yeah, and what does that remind you of? Yeah. The Mark of the Beast? Yep. Yeah. And they've imprisoned a huge number of the Fulong Gong. It's a Buddhist sect. They've imprisoned house Christian churches, or Christian, house Christians, house church Christians. And Sam Brownback, who is... Former President Trump's ambassador at large for international religious freedoms. And he went on to say Christians are arrested, pastors are put in jail, whole congregations are forced to go underground. The Uyghurs, even if you're not in the concentration camp, you've got a camera for every other person. You've got a police station of, or kind of way station every 50 yards in the major cities. These people are tracked constantly. They've taken generic or genetic samples of everybody. And they've got facial recognition systems. And if you are an observant Muslim, you're targeted. And your family is targeted as well. And, um... Brownback says, you know, you could look at it and say, look, I'm a Christian, it really doesn't apply to me. But it does apply to you because as soon as they go after one faith group, they're going to go after the next. The target is people of faith. The war is China's war on faith, and it's all faiths, Brownback said. Well, it is all faith. And, and you know, they, these people are um, very upset because the American, they know the American num government knows exactly what China is doing to the Uyghurs. The world knows exactly what's happening. Well, the, pro the problem is, is that we act like we don't. I mean, yeah. we, we ignore it. They, we do. And they're trying to destroy the blood, you, you could say, because they're of the Uy Uyghurs. They're, um, yeah. 
wanting them to pair up and become family, more than a million Chinese party members have been assigned to move into the home of the Uyghurs and other ethnic minorities, spending weeks as uninvited guests, monitoring their behavior, sometimes sharing their beds, and trying to convert them to communism. This is just horrible what's going on over there. It is. And so these people feel, you know, the victims of the Chinese repression feel abandoned by the United States and the world. They have every right to feel that way. Well, you know, they feel abandoned because they are, because we spend most of our time economically involved with China. That's right. And we always have had. I mean, for years and years and years, I've warned about buying Chinese goods. And then we have people up in the White House, like Biden, who openly profited from having connections in China. His son as well. Yeah, his son as well. And there's been other stuff coming out as well. I mean, we're talking major funds of money. But, uh, you know, that's the way it is. And uh, we do have another thing here we need to, we need to do. we got a couple more, but... If there's anything we can leave with you, pray for all of those people in China, the ones that they're doing things to, the Muslims, the Uyghurs, you know, the Buddhists, and the Christians. Now, we pray for the others that they would come to know the Lord and pray for the Christians to, to stay faithful. But China reveals to you what it's going to be like when we talk about the arrival of the beast in Revelation and his sub-minion, who we call affectionately the false prophet, they will cause everybody to take a mark. And you're not going to be able to buy or sell. And there will be torture and there will be murder and there will be a lot of things going on. They will clean the clock of anybody that they don't like. <laughs> That's for sure. So Armenia. You know, there's been a lot of stuff going on over there. And, you know, you have Azerbaijan attacking Armenia. For 48 straight hours, bombs fell on the country without stopping. 7,000 people fled for their lives. Hundreds of soldiers were killed, and we just didn't know what was going to happen. Now, you know... <coughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. This is this month. I'll get news for you. This was not in any of the social media that I saw. 
this was not on major networks that I knew of. Neither was the story about the Uyghurs and the Christians and the Buddhists out of China. You don't find this stuff. These people don't report it. 7,000 people fled. Hundreds of soldiers were killed. And nobody reported on it? That's incredible. And yet we have some funky dude over in Ukraine that knows how to do green screen and produce stuff. And he's got a whole war going with Russia. And that's all we get. Yeah. In one clip, they had uh, Azerbaijani soldiers desecrating the dead body of an Armenian woman soldier. Probably doing things to the body and laughing. You know, I was raised that you never speak ill of the dead. And you don't do anything with a dead body. That's unclean. Get in the Torah and you'll find that. Yep. So both the nations have claims on the same land. Armenia is a democracy and Azerbaijan is a repressive dictatorship. Now see, the Armenians here go back to the Armenian Genocide and Turkey, which was the Ottoman Empire. And they killed the Armenians. This, this is history. So that's, all of this is ancient. All of this hatred. You know, you don't get this hatred out. That is so tragic. <clears throat> now you see, the problem of it is, is that when you get up in Armenia, it, they're, they're looked upon as a Christian country by many of them there. A lot of Christians there. The Ottoman Empire was a Muslim For seven years, Christians were severely persecuted, churches closed, and priests were sent to the Gulag. This was when Russia, under the Soviet Union, conquered Armenia. But in 1991, it became free, and now, of course, now you have Azerbaijan trying to take them over. And you can bet they're getting money from somebody. You sure can. A country just doesn't do that unless somebody is egging them on. But we also want to talk, to, uh, talk about this uh, Kathy Miller tower. 
And the Thomas More Society brought home a First Amendment victory for the cake shop owner of Tasteries, located in Bakersfield, California. It had been targeted by gay activists, and uh, it went into court. And I mean, she really suffered a lot. For years. And, uh, but the Thomas More Society, you know, and of course this, this judgment came down from Judge Eric Bradshaw of the Superior Court of California in Kern County. And so, uh, yeah, I think this, this, she fought this for like five years from, for, since 2017, I believe, that that's when that first lawsuit was filed against her for not baking a cake for a gay wedding. And so the court found the freedom to practice one's religion is enshrined in the First Amendment, and the United States Supreme Court has long upheld the freedom of artistic expression. That's good. And so, a law intended to predict, protect individuals from religious discrimination was used to discriminate against Kathy for religious beliefs, and they turned it around. Mm-hmm. So, we are happy with that. Yes, I'm thankful she was, God vindicated her. Well, see, what this shows is that in the midst of all this division, all the stuff going on in America, is that Christians are finding victory. You know, it, it, it's not like Biden has won everything. He hasn't. And it's not just Biden. We have a whole culture of these nincompoops that are out there. And they don't appreciate the fact that you have rights. No. They want to push what their sin on you and want you to accept it, to be accepting of it and approve of it. And if you don't, you're wrong and you have no right to believe that. That's right. Well, I've seen multiple, multiple scenes of videos of these confrontations, uh, especially over abortion. And, you know, when I remember some of these scenes, I see older women, younger women, middle-aged, I see men standing there holding signs supporting life instead of death for these babies. Yes. And then they turn the camera on to the ones who are just full of virulent hatred screaming at the top of their voice, just yelling and screaming and hollering and calling every name under the book. Now that's the left that are woke, totally nuts. And we can't allow these kind of people to win. Nope, we, we can't. We can't. Because this is nonsense. This is America. This is not 
you know, your high school classroom taught by some idiot that doesn't believe in our freedoms. And they're going to find out. You start getting close to home, you're going to find out that there's people here that will stand up to your big mouth. So, I am glad to see that victory. Well, I'm thankful for her. Yeah. I thank God that he gave her victory in this against the sin and the stench of these people. They need to... I don't know. They need to come to the Lord. They need, they need the Lord. We all need Jesus. Well, you're going to find a lot of them that don't want to come. Yeah, they, they don't want to be saved. Yeah, let them stay then, if that's what they want. But get out of our face. That's right. We're not going to, we're not going to do what you do. We're not going to believe like you believe. We're not going to accept your trash. We're not going to accept your ability to kill a baby, you know, up to whatever it is after birth. You start killing young babies out of the womb, then you're a murderer. That's right. And it's not an act of God to, no. to murder these babies. No, it's not. It's not a natural death. And it's not doing God a favor. Nope, it's not. And that's just one of many abominations that this nation, led by a bunch of leftist loudmouths, are trying to cram down the throat of everyday Americans, and we're not going to swallow it. So with that, we're going to have to close her out. Okay, well, thank you for joining us, everybody. We're always glad to hear from you, and thank God for you. We pray for you, and please pray for your brethren around the world, and pray for us. We always hope the best for you in the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay safe. Keep your eyes focused on him because troubles are coming. We have to stay focused. We love you. And good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Watch, I mean, read the articles, listen to the shows. Also, check out my new book, The Rising. It's been out for a while now so it, it's not brand new but it's The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith check it out go on over to our website at danaglennsmith.com you can find out some more information get a copy of the book read it send me a comment through our comment form that's The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith I urge you to Get a copy and read it. Until next time, God bless, take care, and keep you and your families safe. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.